It's time to get fucking authentic. So we are on a walk tonight. Nancy's looking at me like, did you really just start the fucking I'm like, What the fuck I just said? I just Can told you, you wait until the stop sign? And here I start the fucking <laughs> Oh recording. man, gotta love it. We decided to walk, take you on a walk with us. In nature is where we have some of the deepest conversations as the planes are flying ahead, 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 on top of us. We really go back all the time, don't we? Because it's always on our mind, right? Our family is always on our mind. Yes. I don't think that the, let's just say estrangement, and we're going we're gonna to talk about that in a second, about the word estrangement, but I don't think that that ever leaves our minds of being able to see our kids, our granddaughters, as much as we'd like to. We're used to seeing them, it was 15, 20 hours a week, let's say, <laughs> right? Well, we were able to babysit. We were able, I mean, were, yeah, we used to Well, do we a shared lot. in a lot with them. Yes. Everything, pretty much, basically. And now it's down to, say, you know, four or five hours every two weeks to a month. And it's still tough. It's not any easier just because time goes by. Time does heal things, but it's still hard. Yes, it is. You know? So we wanted to bring you along with some of the conversations we have and some of the lessons that we have learned that are actually positive from this. Because believe me, there is some positive from it. Nancy had talked about one thing that was sort of on her mind where we wanted to talk a little bit about estrangement. We realized that estrangement has different meanings to different people. Yes. We in the beginning obviously thought that all was lost. Obviously, when your son tells you that it'd be easier if, if we were dead, I think we've talked that we don't we don't think that he necessarily meant he wanted us dead. Just the fact that it would be easier if we were dead, which it probably would be because, yeah. well, in a sense of... Right, exactly. You I don't have to see the person. You don't have to... You don't have to worry about dealing with that person if right. you really don't want to see them to become Making an person. appointment, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> we can see our grandchildren and yes. Yeah. But at that time, obviously, there was a lot of emotions going through our mind, right? A lot of feelings, right. a lot of fucking so, hurt. Yeah. Some people get totally separated from whatever the individual is and never get to see them. The estrangement. Yes, for years or whatever the case is. Ours is a little different or a lot different, I guess, you know, than... Well, ours is different in the sense that we still are able to spend time with our granddaughters and our family. Right. But the pain... Unfortunately, minus our daughter-in-law at this point, but... But the pain and what we went through... Pain is pain. Pain is pain no matter (laughs) how, who... It's how you're experiencing it, so pain is pain, right? At that moment, yes. The definition of pain is the same. We could feel estranged from our family, seeing them four hours a week and call that estrangement. And that could be as painful for us as it is, as opposed to someone who doesn't get to see their grandkids at all and don't even know where their kids are right? or granddaughters or grandkids. And so, although I say that, well, I wonder if that would cause me more pain than how it is now. It's not necessarily true because now we get to see our granddaughters every four weeks. Every one ever, yeah, and it's well every four weeks, four hours, every four weeks, or every two weeks now. 
And yet when they leave, I miss them fucking terrible. It's, it's like a roller it, coaster. It's, it's, it's like, it's, it's like, like that wound is constantly being open to right. me. And so how do you deal with that pain? So again, estrangement comes in various forms. Sometimes people say, well, with the grieving process, I wish maybe that's why our son said it'd be easier if we were dead. Yes. It's almost like if you didn't see him at all, would that pain go away quicker or would you suppress it, you know, quicker? Right. I don't want to find what it out. Is, but, but I'm not trying to do that either. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I mean, I think one thing that it's taught us getting right into that is that we talk about moments and the fucking moments that I spend with my family now, I think is quite special for me anyway. I agree. I pay way more attention to the conversation and to what's being said and to the mannerisms and to the way that we interact. Right. And I love it. And every minute that I spend with them is special. And I appreciate that. I totally agree with what you're saying. I, I take it a step further because I feel like, and I know it's just me because you know how I am. Remember, just leave me here. But <laughs> leave me. Just go. Just, just leave me, me die here. Um, but I I'll always, drown. yeah. You know, is this the last day that I'm going to see my family? Right. You know what I mean? Like, is something going to change, whether it be, you know, something happens to one of them or they decide to change their mind now. And you know what? I don't know. Heard something from somebody or whatever the case is. And all of a sudden, (laughs) who is, who are our granddaughter? Who is our son and grand, you know, uh, you know, so I, I think for me, that's, why I, I I do cherish those moments. I do, you know, indulge in it at right. that time. Right. Well, and I think, again, that's one of the lessons we've learned. And that's not just with, this extends beyond our family. It truly does, yes. Being in the moment is one of the lessons. And that's with ourselves. That's with just everything we do now. We have the thing that, that is up on our wall that's been there for over a year now. And you're like, oh, my God, I don't want to think about that because it sounds morbid, blah, 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 which is some of you may know it. Some of you don't. It's memento mori, which is we all have about a lifespan of about 80 years. And this is a countdown calendar for 80 years. Every week you mark off a box. So every year is 52 weeks. And the line goes down till you're 80 years old. And the, the idea is that every week you fill in that box and it shows you that time is passing and that you should be thankful and you should live for every moment because life just keeps going and it just keeps passing you by. And the idea is that you live for the moment and that you cherish everything for the moment because we never know when we're going to die. We never know when the last time, and for most people, that does sound morbid. It's like, oh my God, you're counting down your death, but you're actually not. What you're doing is you're counting down your life and you're counting down every moment that you're taking. And I think that that's awesome. That again is about the moment. That's the lesson that we learned about living in the moment. And it is true. I mean, I, I do feel even when I have a conversation with anybody, I mean, even a total stranger, I do feel that I give or listen undivided, you know what I mean? Give your undivided attention. Oh, totally. Like, I just like, it's such a a difference, you know what I mean? So that is one uh, huge thing that we, well, I have taken away from this. 
Well, I remember you used to tell me even when we were with the girls when before this had happened and we would be babysitting or whatever and I'd be on my phone or and you'd be like, man, you need to be in the moment more. You need to pay attention more to what's going on. And it's almost like you take for granted the times that you do have and you take for granted those little things, the little things that matter, the little conversations, the little nuances of seeing them and then their little attitude or, or you or whatever. And those are the things that we miss just by not being in the moment. And those are the little things that actually do matter the most. Definitely. So I think that's one of the biggest lessons that we have learned. And I think we pay attention more to each other because of that as well. Oh yeah. And our conversations are meaningful well, it's not, not even, meaningless. Yeah, it's not even conversations, but it'll be like, I think we notice even you're doing something and you'll see my face, you know, that I just gave a look or whatever. Okay, what yeah. was that all about? Or what's what's going on with that? You know, and how many times do you do that to anyone? Right. You know, and it's like, instead of having that conversation with that person, well, look, the way you did this just kind of. Sure piss me off or just put me in this mood or whatever the case is. And I think that is a huge thing that it's done for us. Yeah. You know, yeah. To get back to just being truthful. Yeah. To just say what's on your mind and not. Well, it's authentic, right? This is the whole thing about what we're talking about. I mean, that was about this podcast. Part of this whole thing, how this all began. It's like, it was all fake. You know what I mean? It was like, there was no, Substance. Substance. You couldn't tell us what was wrong or what you've seen or whatever. And so you chose to do it one way or whatever the case is. And I think that happens in life, period. You know what I mean? I'm tired. I'm this or whatever. Right. And you just don't want to talk about it and you shut down or you, you know, give the face or the look. Or you're too tired or you just don't feel that your words mean anything anymore. Your value is diminished or whatever. Yeah, no, I I get it. So I I think that's, it all encompasses in the moment. Well, there's so many strings attached to that. It really really is. You know, at some point we'll probably wind up going through all that shit. Maybe when we write a book, you you know, I don't know. (laughs) Because I'm such a writer. Well, yeah. (laughs) I think another thing that we've learned is we never realize that going through what we're going through, it really brings up the definition or the actual, what this has done for me, and I know we've had a conversation and I think it's done for you as well, is it's made us realize one thing and that we really were and really are good parents. Right. And what I mean by that is that we never realize as parents the effect that you have on your kids, both good and bad. Definitely. And I think that although there may have been some less than desirable traits that our son wants to overcome that he might have learned from us. <laughs> I think I, I do think that's one <laughs> of the things we we did realize. <laughs> But that's us being us. Yes. But one thing I do realize is that there are a lot of things that he is stuck being like us, whether he likes it or not. Right. You know, through word and through example, there was a few things that we taught our son that we didn't even realize. One of them was be a leader. 
I remember I used to talk to your stomach when he, you were pregnant. Right. I would tell you about it. Be a leader. Don't let anybody take advantage of you. Don't let anybody walk all over you. Mm -hmm. You set the standard, right? You do that. And it's funny because sometimes when you are a leader and sometimes when you're the trendsetter or the person who's moving forward or trying to actually reinvent themselves or make themselves better, you have to make some tough fucking decisions. And that's with any, let's say, CEO of any company or whatever. You have to make tough decisions mm -hmm. for the people around you. Yeah. And I'll tell you, one thing that I've learned in particular, and I know we've talked about this, that we've learned as well, is that he made a decision to fucking tell us to fuck off. Yeah. And, dude, if you think about it, that's a tough fucking decision. He said it. He said in the conversation that I remember specifically that I can't believe that I'm actually telling you guys this. Yeah. And in my, you know, my mind, I'm like, what do you mean? We're your parents. You can tell us anything. Right. <laughs> but the bottom line is what he meant specifically was I'm telling my parents, the people who I love, the people who raised me to be who I am. I'm telling them basically that I wish it'd be easier if you guys were dead. Almost like, Fuck you. Right. And I got to do what I got to do. It takes some fucking balls. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. If we, if, 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 if we think that our son is some pushover or can't handle his shit or can't handle his life, then shame on us. Because the bottom line is he is a fucking man. The bottom line is he told us to fuck off. <laughs> and that's, first of all, that became personal in the beginning. Well, who the fuck are you? First of all, he's our son. Who the fuck are you to tell me that? Number one. Number two. Wow. Who the fuck are you? That you you got some balls, boy. Well, maybe you took it that way again. I took well, it I as, did. dude. You could have said this a long time ago. But well, and I think, but I, but I think that he may he no. may come to that conclusion. He may say, "Man, I could have told you that a long time ago. We didn't have to go through any of this." Right. But again, and he said that. <laughs> I again go back to. Everybody, this, this is the human element of it all, whether it's our son or not, whether it's causes pain or not, whether we miss our family or not, whether we love to see our granddaughters every fucking day or not, we're all human and we're going to take it the way we take it. He also, like I've said before, and like a few of our friends have told us, this kid is doing what he's got to do. As a matter of fact, one of the podcasts, hmm, depending on when this one actually plays, that I had a conversation and the conversation was your son is trying to find himself. He needs to do this on his own to find himself, to find out what kind of man he is without us being there mm -hmm. and without us, without him having to rely on us. Right. And so, you know, the second lesson would be is man, be careful because <laughs> if you raise your kids, <laughs> <laughs> to be independent thinkers and to think for themselves and to stick up for themselves. Someday they may tell you to fuck off. <laughs> might bite you in the ass. Might bite you in the ass. And I and I and, and uh, again we'll no, go I mean... back to it's bit us in the ass, but man, that chunk that he fucking bit out of my ass has made me realize a lot of things. And like we've said, it has given us the momentum to move forward with our own lives as well. Right. With a lot of things. No, definitely. We're and doing so, a lot more. So many avenues 
Yeah, we're going in so many different places. We're exploring places a lot of other things to do. That we probably wouldn't have done, you know. We became complacent, being fucking authentic and taking off our mask. We have allowed ourselves, we did allow ourselves to be caught up in the everyday life and to become robots and to have the masks. So we have a good walk. Hope you guys sort of enjoyed this. It's a few things we wanted to share with you about some lessons we've learned. And one of the biggest things is that after feeling that, that this was a personal thing, you know, forgiveness comes in all kinds of forms. And I don't think this is something that will necessarily forget because every day I think about yeah, them. I don't think I could ever forget But this. because I feel that I was hurt, we feel still that's, that this was unnecessary. And right now, that's the way we feel. It, right, it's just This a could feeling. change. So in this moment, I still well, say that. Everything has changed, you know what I mean? I think that's the biggest thing. Forgiveness is huge. And if there is forgiveness to be made here, mm-hmm. then we do forgive our son for, <laughs> I say saying that, that you know, it would be easier a, if we were dead or for uh, being such a <laughs> spoiled fucking punk. Yeah, I don't know what the word Got is. whatever the fuck he wanted. <laughs> Again, in the bottom line is don't let this shit fester. See the good and see the possibilities through the pain and keep going. Yeah. Right? I, think that's, I mean, you, you you're not going to forget, but you can forgive. Well, and, and you have to huge. see what good it's doing. It's opening up. Open your yeah. eyes, open your heart, open your mind to the possibilities of what some of the most painful things that we experience create the best fucking outcomes. Yeah. No. And that, I don't know what more to say about that. We're living it right now. Mm -hmm. And I know that we're doing better. And every time we see our granddaughters, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. And every time we see our son, it's becoming a beautiful thing. And it is what it is. And I think that we need to do that. So we just wanted to share this with you guys. We hope it can just strike up a conversation and maybe talk about it. Or if you're feeling lonely or, you know, feeling pain of estrangement or in any kind of relationship. I was going to say in any kind of relationship. the kids, maybe you're, you're estranged from your parents. Maybe your parents are treating you like sh- whatever the case is. We just hope that this helps out. Do us a favor, though. Don't forget to subscribe and like the podcast if this is helping you guys out at all or you just love what you're hearing write a review it really gives us the opportunity to be able to continue sharing this with everybody and to keep pushing out the episodes as much as we can so Mm -hmm. if you guys would do that for us and we'd appreciate it talk to you soon talk to you soon later